The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. Our podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Today on the podcast, I want to get to the offensive line situation for the Denver Broncos because we did have an update, a signing of DeMar Dotson. The Denver Broncos bring in some depth or maybe a starter on the offensive line. We will discuss that today on the podcast. Also, I want to talk about the guy that, or guys, guys, that the offensive line blocks for. That's the running back position. So a little bit of a dual topic here today on the podcast, but of course want to say, well, thank you to everybody who has tuned in to previous archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast, and if you want to check out previous archives, check them out at milehighsports.com. You can tweet me, of course, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K Radio, on Twitter. The Denver Broncos sign Damar Dotson, the uh, tackle previously from Tampa Bay. Uh, Dotson's had quite the career, a veteran who has bounced around uh, the offensive line for Tampa Bay, has filled in at the left tackle position in the past, uh, pr- generally played the right tackle position, somebody who's got 100-plus starts under his belt, and uh, undrafted free agent back in 2009, played his, played his entire entire 10-year career with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, appeared in 130 games, started 106. Uh, This is a guy who uh, has had an injury past. DeMar Dotson back in 2017 uh, played 12 games at right tackle, unfortunately was placed on injured reserve, had a very serious knee injury that he dealt with in uh, that year, 2018 as well too. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if... It's been described to me as bad knees. I don't know if that's a truly accurate way to say it, uh, but certainly that is how it's been told to me by some who have covered DeMar Dotson closer than I have. So certainly something to monitor. He's 34 years old, and he is a massive, massive individual. 6'9", 315 pounds. This is a big boy out of southern Mississippi who, uh, you know, and unfortunately for Dotson, has had some really tough assignments in the past couple years, uh, blocking for a guy who holds on to the football and Jameis Winston, and now obviously exiting Tampa Bay, uh, not getting a chance to play with Tom Brady. But, you know, he's going to uh, block for the up-and-coming Drew Locke, and, you know, watching a little bit of his film is, is what I've been really kind of cranking over to learn about this guy because really I, I have to be truly honest before the Denver Broncos signed him wasn't paying attention to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive line now you look up and do a little bit of research he is obviously a big individual and so you start to think okay well how's his footwork and how's his hands I was actually surprised to see him against some of the better pass rushers in the league uh, Cameron Jordan being one you know obviously an in-division rival Actually, do do fairly okay. Um, I think the hands are better than the footwork. Uh, he I, he actually has very good hands. Uh, you know, we as we like to say in the industry, he has very soft, patient hands. He kind of lets the 
you know, the pass rusher come to him and doesn't force, it doesn't doesn't lunge, doesn't overextend, doesn't get caught in bad situations. Now the problem is, is if you're an offensive line and you get bull rushed like that, and then you kind of get knocked off your place, and well, you can kind of be this kind of falling tree type situation. And he has had that exposed to him in the past. Now again. Big individual, former basketball athlete, somebody who said that uh, he didn't really have the. I thought this was interesting. I believe it was in the Tampa Bay News uh, back a couple years ago, must have been 2014, 2015, where he talked about how basketball was his big love. That was his big sport. Looked up to Shaquille O'Neal. Obviously, he was very relatable to Shaquille O'Neal, being somebody who's nearly the same size as him. Uh, but basketball never worked out for him athletically, and so he transitioned to football and didn't exactly love football. That's why he didn't start in football. He loved basketball. Well, turns out he was pretty good at blocking people because he's so massive, and then all of a sudden he turned that into a career. He is a man of faith, and he is a veer. One of the things that I was very pleasantly, uh, very, I guess, pleasant to see was that he was he is somebody who is very good in the community. He he runs multiple camps, uh, works with the kids a lot, gives back, and I, I I always like to see that regardless of that this person's coming in for depth, whether he's coming in as a starter, whatever may be the case. The idea that this is going to be a good dude off the field, I like that a lot. Has a kid as well too. War sixty nine with the Buccaneers. Don't know if that's going to be the case here in Denver, but certainly good person off the field on the field. Look, a, um, I guess graded out as a middle-of-the-road tackle. I don't think you're looking at DeMar Dotson and saying, okay, well, this guy's going to be your your defiant starter at the right tackle position. I think we're saying that about Elijah Wilkins. Now, certainly this is somebody who's going to come in, bring competition, and could potentially push Garrett Bowles because now you're, you have the opportunity to move Elijah Wilkinson over if you want. You have that depth for either side uh, because this is somebody who did have to move over uh, at the left tackle position in the past for Tampa Bay. So kind of a, um, I don't want to say top heavy, but uh, you know, all-around all uh, player, not super low end as far as foundation, but uh, can really be a solid tackle at times. And I think if you're the Denver Broncos, you're just looking for that depth. That's exactly what DeMar Dotson brings. And so... Uh, it, it will be interesting to see how this shapes out in training camp because, again, you know, in the past, uh, before the opt-out of Juwan James, we really looked at this situation and we said, okay, well, uh, you know, Elijah Wilkinson's going to uh, push Garibalds at the left tackle position because we don't need him on the right side because Juwan James is on the right side. Well, the opt-out has now moved Wilkinson over. Does Wilkinson now potentially in, in competition with Dotson become that kind of float guy again where he could be left tackle, could be right tackle. Obviously, he has more reps at the right tackle position, but you're really just looking to help out that left tackle position in any way, shape, or form. You know, maybe Dotson helps that. Maybe Dotson becomes the float guy between the two because he has had a little bit of that versatility. Not a lot of experience, but certainly somebody who has done it in the past. So, I think it's going to be interesting. It's a it's a, a signing that was expected when Juwan James opted out. You know, I told you on this podcast, I said it on the radio show that they're going to be looking at depth. They're going to be looking into free agency and uh, looking to bring somebody in. It's not going to be a big splash. It's not going to be a household name, but certainly they need a body in that position because they obviously expected Juwan James to be there. So with Juwan James opting out, 
respect that decision. Now it's Demir Dotson uh, coming into the fold for the Denver Broncos for training camp that, of course, we will be covering starting Friday. I'll get the opportunity to lay the hands uh, or, or the eyes, I should say, on the Denver Broncos and their training camp procedures and what they're doing and well, what they're going to be uh, working on during this weird time, COVID-19, how it's going to affect training camp certainly is going to be one of those things that we are watching, and I will continue to talk about it on the Broncos Blitz podcast. So expect a podcast coming out on Friday to kind of recap what's going on with this Broncos uh, team and uh, you know, live from Dove Valley, if you will, we will uh, talk about what this Denver Broncos team looked like, impressed, uh, you know, maybe changes that we can talk about. We will be on it. Of course, the uh, Broncos Blitz podcast, we want to say thanks to our friends at DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I mean, the hits for DraftKings, they literally keep coming. And I'm not talking about like hit hit. I'm talking about the MMA events, okay? From one MMA event to the next, they grow in excitement and anticipation. UFC 252, no different than, I tell you what, two of the sports' most respected fighters stepping in in the octagon this weekend. There is no better place than to get in on the action with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. This weekend's fight, DraftKings offering all new users the opportunity to bet $1 to win 252 Think about that. Okay, new users the opportunity to bet one dollar to win two hundred and fifty-two dollars because it's UFC two hundred and fifty-two. See what they did there? Great odds! This is incredible. Okay, to celebrate this weekend's huge event, DraftKings Sportsbook offering the new users opportunity bet one dollar win two hundred and fifty-two dollars. When placing it on the big bet, head, head to the app right now. Check out all that they have to offer, including uh, fighter props, round-by-round round betting, a lot of cool stuff with DraftKings. And then, of course, basketball's playoff. Look, right around the corner, DraftKings Sportsbook offering $10 in free bets to use in in-game action for every day of the first round of the playoffs. DraftKings Sportsbook, safe, secure, and reliable betting. Deposit, withdraw, easy. Your funds, they are at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code MHS when you sign up for a limited time. All new users can bet a dollar to win 252 on this weekend's main event. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook going all out for new users by offering them that chance to win $252 when placing a dollar bet. That's crazy on this weekend's big fight by using the code MHS. You have to use the code, though, MHS. Go check that out. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. you got to be 21 or older and in Colorado. Only. Colorado terms and conditions, uh, excuse me, other terms and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Hundred. So we have talked about, you know, the different things that uh, the Denver Broncos offensive line is dealing with. Well, of course, one thing that we will be doing is blocking for that running game. And that running game, Philip Lindsay speaking with the media yesterday and talked about how he's got that fire in his belly to come out for another great year. This is a guy who obviously uh, has been uh, talked about a lot in the offseason because of somebody else, and that's Melvin Gordon. And, you know, I, I've never kind of understood why, you know, when, when Melvin Gordon was brought in, there was a lot of people wondering, well, A, Melvin Gordon, how much time is he going to take away from Philip Lindsay, this and that, and, and why does it have to be one or the other? 
I think this is more of a combo of the two. You know, if you're the Denver Broncos, I don't know if you want a featured back system right now. Melvin Gordon has not shown that over his career he can consistently stay healthy, so I don't know if you just want to dump 300 carries on him. And we've already seen Philip Lindsay and his size. I don't know if you get him for the long term if you put that kind of workload on him. So if you are the Denver Broncos, you're saying, okay, let's add to the room, but on top of that, let's go ahead and uh, you know, make it more lethal, uh, versatile, and particularly if you are Pat Shermer and this offensive coordinator. You know, this Broncos team can do a lot of different things out of the backfield, whether it's motioning and moving guys around. You know, we're, we're going to see that wheel route from Melvin Gordon quite a bit this year, and I think this is going to be an opportunity for the Denver Broncos maybe to catch some mismatches and, and opportunities that are guineas for you. You know, if you're throwing out a three-wide receiver set with, uh, you know, a Melvin Gordon in the back, you're looking at a situation where, okay, it's Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and then maybe it's K.J. Hamler. you got to have some extra attention for Cortland Sutton. Jerry Judy's going to get left on a one-on-one island because you got to put somebody on K.J. Hamler, that blur speed. And then maybe there's a tight end in there in Noah Fant that's a mismatch already with a tight well, with a linebacker. That's a size advantage. And then you got Melvin Gordon kind of swinging out on this little wheel route. You get a little bit of time on that offensive line, and Drew Locke's going to have the opportunity to hit his guys. So certainly, look, I think if you are this Denver Broncos football team on offense, there's a lot of opportunities for you to create scoring chances, big plays through just moving guys around in different places. And that's what Melvin Gordon brings to you. And then... When you're when you've got that lead, when it, when you're up 24-10 and your defense is humming and you're an offense that you know can start to slow the thing down, now you can incorporate that pure run game where it's Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, kind of going back and forth. Maybe maybe there's a little bit of Royce Freeman still in there. Who knows? I like Freeman in there, but uh, certainly I think he's fallen out of favor in that position. But that's where you start to turn it up. And and look. This is all set up originally from that running game. If you're averaging four and a half, five yards per pop from Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon, I don't care who's running the football. I just want that average. I want that good, solid run game moving so that you're running into second and short. Opens up the playbook. Could you go deep? Absolutely. Could you run a mid-range route? Absolutely. Short run? Just to get first down? Absolutely. It gives you options. It gives you versatility. And that's what the Denver Broncos need because in the past, it's it's felt very bland, basic. I don't want to say boring, but in years probably. And defenses are able to key and tee off and, and key in on certain elements that actually work for you. And when you have only a few things that work, boy, it makes it very easy for the defense to stop you and keep you from scoring 18 points per game. Because that's exactly what happened in years past. 17 points per game for this Denver Broncos team is just completely unacceptable. This is why John Elway went out and you know built this offense that's got you know big time playmakers. Uh, there's some real opportunities here for the Denver Broncos to uh, all of a sudden look like the offense you want to play in Madden, right? This is a totally different football team on offense with a big arm quarterback, great route runners on the outside, deep ball options and tight ends that simply are just bigger 
than other corners and safeties and faster than linebackers. So I think if this is, and it's really critical, obviously, this all hinges on Pat Shermer, this all hinges on Drew Locke, but this running game gets interwoven into a real interesting opportunity to be very flexible and uh, could have some opportunities to really hit some big plays for this Broncos football team. Again, it's the Broncos Blitz Podcast. It's presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And uh, Philip Lindsay, of course, speaking with the media, had some interesting stuff to say. I want to play this one clip from Lindsay before we get out of here because Lindsay uh, was asked, of course, about uh, you know Melvin Gordon coming in and does this change anything? Uh, you know, how does he prepare? Look, he is business as usual. That's what you know of from the CU product. Yeah, I mean, this is a team game. You know, what I mean, like that's what people don't go. You know, don't understand is. You know, we all had to be firing on cylinders. We all have to do our part. You know, and when it's time for me to go in there, it's making sure that I do my part and make sure that he's protected when he's in the game, make sure I'm doing my assignment. You know, everybody has their assignment. Everybody's getting paid to do what they're supposed to do, so we all need to do it. And if collectively we all do that together, you know, Drew will do, do a really good job. But, you know, it's going to take some time for him to continue to develop this, this like any other young player. You know, he's looking really good out there. You know, but like I said, we get into these games and, you know, it's just about repetition. It's about getting in there with each other, getting the field. We have, a, you know, a bunch of new players, new teammates. And, you know, it takes a little time to gel. That's why, you know, we're in here doing this together now. And, you know, so when we get on the field, we can have some explosive plays. I mean, I feel like, I mean, this office for me, it, it, it kind of, it's kind of the same, you know, for me. Like, at the end of the day, there's only so many runs and passes you can do. It's about executing. It's about being patient. It's about... Developing a relationship with your lineman. So for me, I mean, I don't worry about that. I know what I'm going to do. I know, you know, I'm going to have explosive plays because that's just who I am. Uh, pass catching wise, I feel really good. Actually, uh, I'm, I'm pretty much back. I feel like I'm back to myself. I mean, the year before me, I came off my wrist injury. And, you know, it was, it was tougher than I thought. You know, I thought the wrist injury wasn't going to be as bad as it was. And it was. But, but this year, I feel good. I feel good. And, at the end of the day, I'm going to catch everybody that comes my way, and that's it. There's nothing else I can say about that. Philip Lindsay obviously talking about the offense and uh, what he plans to bring this year. I think he's correct when, you know, it, talking about the team game and firing on all cylinders. And look, I know some uh, individuals want to keep talking about this whole, uh, you know, Philip Lindsay versus Melvin Gordon type deal. No, they need to be utilized in combo because, quite frankly, anything that can help this Broncos offense and Drew Locke needs to be utilized. And you know what? That does mean that if one running back is the hot hand for the game, you feed that hot hand. That could be Melvin Gordon. That could be Phillip Lindsay. Heck, that could be Royce Freeman. Or maybe it's Noah Fant coming out of the backfield. I don't know. But the point being is that it's not a one or the other type situation. And I, I think fans media really in general need to get away from that notion because this is going to be an all hands on deck type deal for the Denver Broncos and look particularly with COVID you know if, if COVID were to unfortunately God forbid you know um, uh, start to see positive tests with different running backs they may be out a running back for a week or two who knows uh, this is a Denver team that needs everybody firing on all cylinders and less of the well you know is it this or that you know now if you start to see a running back falter as the season goes on or a running back who maybe isn't as effective then you address it then but at this point I think if you're Denver you're saying you know what we were a bad offensive team last year 
They were a bad offensive team. And anybody that makes us a better offensive team, whether it's Phillip Lindsay, Melvin Gordon, Royce Freeman, or a combo of all three, that's what they need to utilize because this is a football team that's got to put up more points. 17 points per game unacceptable now and I think they know that and they understand that and Pat Sherman understands it and the Denver Broncos do and uh, this is a football team expected to do better but you know what that's all on paper and that's why we play the games because you just never know now of course why we do the podcast because well we appreciate you listening and we hope that you subscribe give us the five stars on the many different locations that you can find this podcast Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, MileHackSports.com. Of course, for previous archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast, starting Friday, I will have my eyes on training camp, and we'll see what the Denver Broncos look like up close and personal in a different kind of view, of course. A weird year with COVID, but certainly we will get the opportunity to see them, get the chance to cover them, and obviously have the Zoom calls and everything like that with them. Uh, as we go out through this situation. Look, a lot of emphasis on training camp because of the fact that, obviously, there is no preseason. So real, real important for the Denver Broncos, I think, to get some really good reps in before the season goes. And obviously, training camp is where that will happen. That's where we will be starting on Friday. And I am excited to cover that once again this year for you on the Broncos Blitz podcast. If you want to tweet us, at Ronnie K Radio, that's at R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K, radio on Twitter and and then, of course, MileHighSports.com is where you can find previous archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast. If you want to catch up on the Broncos with our uh, our MHS Daily, if you will, the Daily Denver, and you can check that out, MileHighSports.com, and subscribe there. A lot of cool things going on. And again, we say thanks to our friends at DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app for the help on the Broncos Blitz podcast. And again, you can find archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.